0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast, and this is our review of Patterson. Morning, Donnie. Everything okay? No, not really. My kid needs braces on her teeth. My car needs a transmission job. My wife wants me to take her to Florida, but I'm behind on the mortgage payments. My uncle called from India, and he needs money for my niece's wedding, and I got this strange rash on my back. How about you? I'm okay. Ready to roll, Patterson? Yeah. When you're a child... You learn there are three
1: dimensions height, width, and depth, like a shoebox. Then later
0: you hear there is a fourth dimension time.
2: Your poetry
3: is really good, and someday you might let the world read it. Look me in the eye. <laughs> you are a great poet. Yo, that's an English bulldog, right? Dog like that, get dog jacked, my G. Well,
1: it gives me something to look forward to then, I guess. Uh You drive the bus, right? Your name really Patterson? My real name is Patterson. Well, that's kind of crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Working on a poem for you.
2: A love poem? Yeah,
1: I guess if it's for you, it's a love poem.
3: I had a beautiful dream. We had twins. Twins all your poems are still in that one notebook, your secret notebook.
1: I go through trillions of molecules that move aside to make way for me, while on both sides, trillions more, stay where they are.
4: This is Patterson bus 23, I have a situation.
1: Damn thing could have exploded into a
4: fireball.
3: be realizing my dream. To be a country singer. Nashville? Here I come.
0: What about Nashville? Do you think there are any other anarchists in Patterson? You
3: mean besides us? Not
4: likely.
0: Without love, what reason is there for anything? He's not gonna do anything crazy. Everything he does is crazy.
2: Nobody move!
0: <laughs> a bastard in Patterson? Uh-huh. Aha <laughs> uh-huh, what?
1: He's very poetic. I'm getting my ass kicked today. What are you playing? Myself.
0: All right, everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for Patterson, and the story is as follows. Patterson is a hard working bus driver in Patterson, New Jersey, who follows the same routine every day. He observes the city and listens to fragments of conversations while picking up and dropping off his passengers. Patterson also writes heartfelt poems in a notebook, walks his dog, and drinks one beer in a bar after his shift is over. Waiting for him at home is Laura, his beloved wife who champions his gift for writing. The film is starring Adam Driver, Golshifate, Farhan Hani, Barry shapka Henley, Cliff Smith, Chastin Harmon, William Jackson Harper, and Masatoshi Nagasi. It is written and directed by Jim Jarmusch. Here to join me for this 2016 retrospective podcast review, I have Josh Parham. hello. Hello. And Ryan C. Showers. Hey, everybody. All right. Let's talk about a film about nothing. (laughs) I kid. I kid. This is actually uh, surprisingly the first time that I've actually watched Patterson all the way through. I confess that I did not see it uh, in 2016 uh, when it originally came out. Because, like, once I I kind of figured out that Adam Driver was not going to be a part of the best actor conversation, I kind of, like, just let it lie. And then the following year, I did actually attempt to sit down and watch it. And to be honest with you all, I fell asleep. (laughs) So this is the first time that I've ever actually watched this movie from beginning to end. And, you know, Jim Jarmusch is a filmmaker that I have a... Well, like many people, I think I have a love hate relationship with him uh, in a lot of his movies. Uh, Sometimes he hits it out of the park, and sometimes he does not because the guy just takes big swings with his movies. You never know what you're necessarily going to get. You could get something like Only Lovers Left Alive. You could get, you know, The Dead Don't Die, Down by Law, Dead Man. I mean, you know, the, the list is on and on and on. But Patterson is an oddly accessible film because of how relatable it is. And for such a simple movie, I do think that there are some things to definitely talk about here. Why don't we uh, kick it over to uh, Josh first? Josh, uh, why don't we start with you? What do you think of Patterson?
2: Uh, Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned initially, Matt, that this was a movie that you kind of were disinterested in after the Oscar buzz sort of fizzled from it. Because for me, I was very much interested in seeing it in 2016 because Adam driver was kind of like an early prediction I had for best actor. And I kind of was interested to see if it was going to pay off for me. And at the time I remember walking out of the movie and thinking to myself, like, it's fine. It's somewhat enjoyable, but I did think it was a bit dull and I kind of just put it to the side and never really thought about it since then. And this is my first time watching it since 2016. And I think that it is a mostly charming film. Uh, You're right to kind of joke that nothing happens in it. (laughs) It sort of is true. It is a very much like slice of life type movie. And it isn't always compelling in that regard. I will admit, I think there are times where I do kind of struggle to connect with everything that's going on and all of the tangents that are happening. But I think in terms of a movie trying to give a commentary about kind of the poeticism of just mundane life. I think that there are some interesting things that it does. And at the center of it, you've got Driver's Performance, which is really, really well executed. So I think overall it is still just kind of a fine movie, but there is a sweetness and a charming nature to it that I found a little bit more endearing this time around than I did the first time I saw it. Okay. All right. Ryan, what about you?
3: So like you, Matt, um, I actually... Um, uh, I didn't see it, um, really. In, uh, in, in full, uh, I mean, you didn't see it in full, but I didn't see it really at all until, um, today, literally. Um, I was just never, like once he kind of got out of the mix for best actor, I kind of blew it off in 2016. Um, but I have always known that people that there are, are some people who really, really love this movie. And I remember how strong the reviews were. I think it has like a 90 on Metacritic. Um, so I was, so I went into it, uh, kind of thinking, Oh, this is going to be a niche film, um, for a, a niche group of people. And like, I will admit if there's ever been a movie for like urban, like artists, this is it. Um, but I will say I did come out really liking it. There's something really refreshing about this, um, about the repetition the film puts forth. Um, you know, it, util- it utilizes space and atmosphere and vibe, um, really well. Um, and, you know, some of the simple, the simple things that they film, it, it, they're, it's so gorgeous, and it just creates this element of, like, the way they emphasize on, um, on, on certain things, it creates some deep meaning, like poetry. I mean, and I, I guess I wasn't patient enough today to kind of really absorb everything the film could be saying with some of the symbolism, but I'm sure if you rewatched and rewatched, you would you know, get an abundance of um, of meaning out of the film. Um, weirdly, like in the way that it is about nothing, it it kind of reminds me of um, Mrs. Dalloway, which is one of my favorite books by Virginia Woolf, which is just about a day in the life of a woman. Um, it also kind of reminded me of a single man, with Colin Firth, in the way uh, in its setup and the interact the character interactions um, so and honestly, it was just it, it was interesting to see, um, it made me happy to see two people who are in a happy relationship and they find fulfillment doing things in their life that, that make them happy. And despite them not being dealt like the, the best of cards, like it's, um, it was, it's refreshing.
4: Coming up on five minute news. I'm Anthony Davis. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.
0: I will say that I think that this movie worked better for me watching it now because of quarantine, actually. I think that there is this universal relatability to just watching someone have a, quote unquote, normal life. And even the scene where uh, things actually do start to get maybe ever so slightly dramatic, um, thinking of the scene involving uh, William Jackson Harper at the bar, I, I found that to actually be kind of out of place uh, for the rest of this movie at times, because it had just so much established itself as this, um, as uh, Josh said, like slice of life kind of movie that I found myself very oddly drawn to this time around. I say oddly because I'm a sucker for contrived storytelling with big dramatic moments and conflict. And I like being absolutely riveted by a movie. But I think there's something in the way that Jim Jarmusch um, shoots this movie, and I think that score, too. I think that score just kind of really helped me to get into a mood and a feeling and like it really settled into the atmosphere that this movie kind of created it was tranquil and really subdued and like just very um felt very at peace with itself as the movie that it is and wasn't trying to be something that it wasn't and i i don't know like i said maybe it's just me being in quarantine for the last however many months and feeling that repetition on a daily basis I think that might have been why it worked for me this time.
2: Yeah, I can feel you on that, Matt. And and you know, for me, I tend to like movies that are in this tone a little bit more, That ones that do kind of slow their pace down and want to just focus in on a character study. And And normally I'm like really into those types of movies. And I think that there's a lot of this film that does emphasize that really well. I think just one hurdle for me personally is – Poetry is something that I feel like you're either going to be with it or you're not. And I, I'm just going to say, I think his poems are terrible. <laughs> I don't think they're very well written. In fact, I think that the little girl that he meets, she has a better poem than he does, <laughs> to be honest with you. But even though I'm, I've never really been that into like the actual poetry in the film... I still find that it's like poetry itself that the movie's more interested in. And I think particularly when you talk about like the rhymes that they discuss in the film, I think that uh, connects back to all the twins that you see and kind of how you notice like things that are kind of connected in all these different aspects of your life in terms of what you see and what you're trying to do creatively. And in that respect, these kind of larger themes that the movie's working with, I found all of that really fascinating. Not necessarily the actual poetry itself, but more so the themes around the poetry. I think that is very interestingly explored in this film.
0: Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of Patterson here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full review, you will have to head on over to our Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get this and other exclusive podcast content from nextbestpicture.com. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback there and your support. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time.